0: With nothing I was hungry Now I got a couple niggas, bitches on me Fuck nigga, I don't wanna be a homie Welcome back
1: everybody to, to the All Things Sports Podcast I'm your host Julian and with my co-host Danny yep. And um, you know we're here for the usual, usual weekly sports talk update bull, yeah. Whatever we wanna say type deal uh, Before we start I wanna give a, a quick shout out to
2: Young Dolph uh, who was released from the hospital today uh, You know We're all praying for you You know Yo these Shooters Ain't got shit on you Dolph uh, I'm excited for the new album Thinking Out Loud Dropping October 20th Friday Yeah Next Friday Yeah It's lit The man's got You know He came out of the hospital In the wheelchair He had the arm
1: sling Nothing can, I wish it was this Friday.
2: Nothing can stop this
1: night. I, I wish it was tomorrow. I got a I know. road trip this weekend. I'm going to Halloween Horror Nights for the first time, by the way, this weekend. Fuck that. I'm pretty scared. Fuck
2: Halloween Horror Nights. That's just too scary for me. Yeah. I went last year for the first time, and they had the Halloween house with Michael Myers. Yeah. Oh,
1: my that, God. Okay. Hell no. Right,
2: I so, would not be... <laughs> that's one of the scariest guys ever, bro. Bro, okay. So that movie haunted <laughs> me a kid. Me too, bro. Kid. Fuck <laughs> that movie. Too. And we got there... We got there. We were waiting in line.
0: <laughs>
2: don't do that shit. I'm sleeping with the lights on tonight. <laughs> they, we, um, it was me, Amy, and my sister, right? Mm-hmm. And we went together. We were at the gates at like six o'clock, right? Right when they opened. We went. The <clears> first <throat> house we went to was Halloween house. Mm-hmm. So, did you get the fast pass? No, we didn't. No, I don't think so. But we were the only people in that house. And of course, it's it's less scary when you when you when the right, house is right, crowded, right? right. right? Yeah bruh I almost peed my pants every fucking corner we turned in the house, fuck Michael that Myers shit. yeah how, how bro? was it though like how how was it that shit was scary fuck Michael Myers so take me through the Halloween house what, what was going on I don't even remember bro. I, it was just flashing lights and that Michael Myers mask with a big fucking kitchen damn. knife popping out at you every corner damn
1: the Exorcist terif- house was funny terif- as fuck funny. though yeah
2: yeah and the American Horror Story one I think I think one, they're I think. gonna
1: be there this year the American Horror Story I think got that one if Michael year. Myers is there I don't even know I might just cancel going my back shit. on it I'm not uh, hell no <laughs>
2: <laughs> I also want to give a shout out to Julius Peppers mm. he in tonight's game against the Eagles he got his 150th sack making him the 5th player ever in the history of the NFL to hit 150 sacks he's up there with Bruce Smith um, Packers great Reggie White Kevin Green, he's up there with some big names, and um, I'm happy for him. I I wish we could have got him a Super Bowl in Green Bay, but I'm, I mean, I'm glad he went back to his
1: roots. He was playing in Carolina when, when you guys won in 2010? Yeah. True. That was 2010, right? Yeah,
2: you guys yeah. won 2010. Because we lost twice when he was on Green Bay. Well, we lost to Seattle in 2014. That was our best shot at winning a Super Bowl. Because everybody, right, yeah, everybody yeah. was
1: healthy. Right, yeah, but Seattle just had that luck. They had that yeah, man. that crowd and atmosphere. L O B. it's fun. It's funny not to cut you off, but we're watching uh, the Nationals, Cubs NL uh, DS right now, game five. It's in the bottom of the s- top of the eighth, I think. But it's it's just funny watching a, a foul ball tip, and it goes straight back to the to the to the screen, mm-hmm. and you see all the fans just <laughs> like jump. Shit's pretty funny. So the winner of this game, they go on to play the Dodgers, right? Yeah.
2: So it's going to be Dodgers winner then, of this game. And then Yankees-Astros is already set. Yeah.
1: Because the Indians blew a 2-0 lead. Let's get into that real quick. How about that? Let's let's jump right into that. Now, the Indians have some of the best starting pitching in baseball. They have a Cy Young winner in Corey Kluber. And they're playing a a, a team in the Yankees that made it through the wild card round versus Twins. Um deservingly so they now advance to play the Astros after coming back down O2 they lost two games in in um Cleveland which the Indians were in and were in the uh, excuse me were in the ALCS last year they were in the you know championship mm-hmm. series last year and they're in this park in Progressive Field and they couldn't win they go back to the Bronx they take two tie it up bring them back and it just sparked that magic. Didi Gregorius is the X factor in the next series. Um, I think if he has a good series, Judge yeah. needs to get it going. Aaron Judge was in the MVP discussion, but after you know seeing this playoff series, didn't no he more. Like strike out? He f- stroke like out fifteen times, yeah. or something like that. He has a record in the American League Division Series like having mo- a strikeout. like most yeah. strikeouts. Yeah, it's sad. So I think it's because he's just of the so year. fucking tall, bro. <laughs> he's R- just so tall. Rookie of the year, cool. MVP, I mean, what the man hit fifty-two home runs in his rookie season. Yeah, yeah, you got to give it to him. Credits do, you know, credits do. But when a game's on the line, or when your when your season's on the line, right? We don't need a home run. We need a single, and he right. couldn't even get a single. So
2: you, I mean, he's like a go bigger, go home kind of dude, like home run or strikeout. Yeah,
1: yeah, but that's what you get with uh, Giancarlo Stanton with a right. uh, you know right. swinging for the fences type of guy. Now I wanted to. Um, express my displeasure for the Red Sox losing the second straight year in the first round um to a good team in the Astros, one you know best hitting team in the league. Um it's just that top of the lineup. The problem with Houston is the top of the lineup. They have Altuve, Springer, Correa, um what's this guy's name? Even Evan Gaddis might be like the five hitter, but it's just it's, it's power and, and, and contact hitting, you know, throughout that whole lineup. And with dudes like, uh, what's this guy's name, Josh Reddick, you know, you can't really ask for more as far as hitting. And they got Dallas Keuchel and um, Justin Verlander pitching. So, I mean, I think it's going to be a good ALCS with the Yankees in Houston, but the Yankees' bullpen, because the Yankees' bullpen is, is you know, studs. But I think Houston's gonna take them, take them deep. They're hitting that deep ball pretty good right now, and I think that, you know, just overall better team, better team. They 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 had a better regular season. They won their division. So, do you think Houston has a chance to win it for the city? Um, given, given all the uh... well, they have a chance because I think that they'll beat the Yankees and go to the World Series. But I do think that the Dodgers are are the best team in the playoffs right now and I think that the Dodgers are going to win the World Series. I think Kershaw, you put Kershaw out there and that's an automatic win for you. So you got game 1. Game 1 Kershaw, nobody's hitting him. Um game 2, what do you got? Rich Hill, I think. Good pitcher. Or you Darvish, you might have U Darvish then Rich Hill. So the starting pitching in 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 LA is is amazing as well mm-hmm. and their their bats are great. So right. I think you know, in all, I'm going to go Dodgers versus uh, Nationals. I think the Nationals are going to beat the Cubs tonight. And I think they're going to advance to play the Dodgers and eventually lose in. That game. That might go seven, seven games, you know, but it might go six. It might go six. So that's my take on the rest of the MLB playoffs. What was the dude's name who was wearing the American flag thong? Good point.
2: Josh Reddick. That was who I was just talking about. So, let me ask you something. Did anybody have a problem with them showering him in champagne in an American flag thong? Nah, but I'm sure did, everybody did, thought it was Did anybody cute. find it disrespectful?
1: Oh, I'm sure they thought it was cool and fun. But America. What do you think Mike Pence had to say about that? He's probably <laughs> fucking whacking off to it. Motherfucker. There's so much... Speaking of Mike Pence, I'm glad you brought this guy up. And your cults. They got, they got that dub anyway. Unfortunately, we had to host him on Sunday for... I'm glad he didn't say the whole game because they would have been showing him on damn TV. Well, the plan from the beginning was he
2: was only going to stay about 10 minutes. It was a whole publicity stunt from the jump. And it cost over a million dollars in taxpayer money just for this fucking stunt. That's, that's the government. That's the, it, it was such an empty gesture. And it was on our dime. The taxpayers, it was on our dime. And it, it's just it's fucking pathetic. Why are you not mad that this man's wearing a fucking American flag thong in a locker room and they're showering him in champagne? Like the the hypocrisy in this country is just, so it's, it's
1: hypocrisy. It's racism. It's it's I, I don't even like. It's not that I don't like getting into it. It's just it's so sad that that we have to have these discussions week in and week out. Every Sunday now is like. We're looking at it from two point of views. We're looking at it as did our football team do good and which players made a stand-up or, right. or a stand-out and who's going to get ridiculed for, for you know kneeling. Or, now they're trying to say that now the NFL and the NFLPA have to meet and discuss a rule, if they're going to make a rule where players have to kneel or not. And I saw a fan tweeted at Rashad Matthews, you know, uh, Titans wide receiver, right? and they asked him what happens if the NFL enforces, you know, a rule that you have to kneel or you don't play or you have to stand or you don't play, are you going to stay in the locker room and he said I'll just stop playing football. So he deleted the tweet, but that just goes to show you, you know, strength in words and how he felt at the moment and I mean it's possible that he still feels like that, you know, I don't know. He could have just been mad, he could have, you know, been saying it to just mm-hmm. You know, whatever the case may be, but that might be exactly how he feels. And if and if he does, then how many other players feel like this? To where you know, if you if you if you take a knee and they bench you, or if they enforce an NFL rule now in 2017 after all of this, how do you feel? You know what I mean? What if what if the Cowboys? What if Dak Prescott, Zeke Elliott, uh, Zach Martin, Des Bryant, Sean Lee? Demarcus Lawrence, they all get together and they say, listen, we're going to take a knee, regardless of what Jerry said. So now you're telling me that the Cowboys are going to bench their star position players. You know Jerry wouldn't do shit. Jerry would not do he shit. He would eat his words. And But the players aren't going to, they won't take it there. And, I w- and it can't be the player that just has balls. Because you can have balls. Balls are not what's going to get you... In a sense, noted, you'll get noticed for having balls, but it's not going to just automatically earn, your, earn the respect because just for having the balls, you get ridiculed. Right. As we're seeing on Sundays, the dudes that do have it, the, the Kaepernicks, the uh, Malcolm Jenkins, you know what I'm saying? The dudes that are actually standing up for it, for themselves and for football, they're just looking at them like, you're disrespecting the flag. So now it has they, to be they, a they superstar. Don't even, they
2: don't even take into account everything that these guys do in their communities like these guys are so involved in their communities it's not they do more for the communities than our own fucking government is doing right now exactly and you know what else is crazy i saw after of course this whole mike pence thing and he made it a huge deal um i guess the trump administration or whoever Mm -hmm. because he still campaigns for some for some reason He's looking to fundraise off of all this, obviously, because that's the type of person he is. And he was sending out emails. I saw this on Twitter. People were screenshotting it. He was sending out emails. And in the subject line, it asked the question, stand or kneel? Do you stand with the president or do you kneel? (laughs) Do you support the president? Blah, blah, blah. And he's just looking looking to make a dime off of
1: all this. Wow. That's sad. First of all, Donald Trump has so much money. So at this point it's not about trying to gain more money or anything like that it's and it, i mean at, it's not even at this point it's been for since he's been elected as president but at this point of you know we've seen donald trump for the last 20 years some of us right some of us for the last five however old you are whatever but donald trump has been a multi multi-millionaire for ages he's not doing this for money he's doing this for attention and he's doing it to disrespect blatantly in the most racist, non-racist way, it, it, I don't even get it. I don't even like speaking about the man. Like I, my words just come to a stop. I like, like, I like it, it. Like I feel gross when I talk about him.
2: And we don't have to talk about it much longer. I know. <laughs> I just wanted to talk about it a little bit, yeah. but I do have one question to everybody out there: If you, you know, if you disagree with the protester and the anthems, that's fine, but. If it's bad to protest police violence during the anthem, why is it okay for Mike Pence to protest protests during the anthem? Why is it okay to protest a protest during the anthem, but it's not okay to protest during the anthem? It's a, it's it. a tricky question, yeah. but it's so simple. Why is one okay, but one's not? And is, we, we all know the answer. It, <laughs> we all know why one is okay
1: and Higher one's not. Higher power. And it's not okay. It's not okay. It's just... "Quote unquote okay," because he's the VP of the United States and he can do whatever he wants and you know use all of taxpayers' money to supply what he needs and we don't have that opportunity. Mm-mm. Now, if Obama was you know having this lavish lifestyle and taking all these trips that Trump is taking and you know protesting <laughs> a, at a at a at a white rally, you know like look at all these people. The
2: way Republicans talk about him, you would think Obama did all hey, that shit. <laughs> I don't understand. It's, it's don't, so, crazy, I, to no it's no so crazy to me. There's no
1: winning. There's no winning. There's no middle ground, and and it's just we're right, you're wrong. We're right, you're wrong, and it's like we'll be like, all right, shut up, and they're like, no, we're right, you're wrong, and it's a-
2: the only thing their base cares about is hurting the feelings of liberals. So that's all they fucking care about. They will destroy the country if it means that liberals are in a frenzy trying to like f- like fix shit like. All they care about is doing everything the liberals don't want to happen. That's all they
1: care about. Like I feel like the Trump's administration, Twitter, is like just searching for things that we we like and just little shit just that, little that they, thing they, they that know they, they pick know pick the media
2: will talk exactly. about. Exactly. It and and it'll we- deflect from the healthcare talks, Puerto Rico, just a way, any way to deflect from the actual issues at hand. Just to make a, a news headline because they know the the mainstream media will pick it up, right? NBC, right. like CNN, they, they'll as they'll, they'll fucking Trump talk about hates it. Hates
1: CNN supposedly. You 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 are fake news. <laughs> what
2: is if it mean? wasn't for NBC and CNN, like Trump, they wouldn't even
1: Trump would have nobody to talk about. Him. All right. Well, look. Fortunately for us, this is not the Donald Trump podcast, nor will it ever be. This is not the American government podcast. You can go on itunes podcast um and search political uh, you're not gonna find this there so yeah. in other news let's give a round of applause to joel Embiid, who scored a hundred forty what eight forty eight million dollar contract in 31 games played
2: let me just say what was mike pence expecting going to a 49ers <laughs> game bro <laughs> but yeah okay i had to get that off my chest <laughs> You're going to see the Niners, bro. Come on. This is the team that started it. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So a five-year, $148 million designated rookie scale max contract for Joel Embiid, who's only played 31 games in his very short, but also kind of long because he got drafted three years ago career. 31 games, and they gave him five years and 148 mil.
1: That's crazy. Coming, it's it's what's crazier is the the career that Andrew Wiggins has ha, has has going on. He got the same exact deal. Uh, not to cut you off. Hold on, we're we're, we're still watching. <laughs> we're still watching the NLDS game five in the bottom of the eighth, and the umpire just got rocked in the face by a fastball <laughs> and almost did a, He just did a two step. Watch, 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 watch the dance. <laughs> no nah, man I hope he's alright but he looked like he just saw a bad bitch at the club <laughs> that was funny that was funny he had to take a step back back on to um, Embiid what I was saying about Andrew Wiggins is how he's had a good career pretty solid not great obviously needs to you know be a more consistent he has shooter. tremendous
2: upside exactly. he, he has the all, the all the
1: skills to be great Exactly. he plays league. good defense um However, he just signed a max deal for five years and $145 million, didn't he? Yeah, $148. $148. Yeah. Same he deal. got essentially so he the just same the exact same deal as, as Joe Embiid. That Embiid got in 31 NBA games, that Andrew Wiggins has over what f- this is gonna be his fourth year, I believe. He got drafted in 2014. So didn't they both That's, get drafted in 2014? Yeah, they came out they both came out of Kansas yeah. in 2014. Yeah. yeah. They played for the same school. However, Embiid was drafted not ready. You know, he wasn't NBA-ready in a right. sense of they health. Knew,
2: they knew he was going to require surgery right. and probably miss that rookie season. But he looks healthy now. And, you know, we saw a glimpse of what he could do last year right. for about 30, 31 games. and
0: bro, boy's a beast.
1: You, did you see last, him the other night? Yeah well, yeah, well, that was like a couple nights ago. He played 14 minutes.
2: Mm-hmm. He had 22 points, seven rebounds, three assists, and one block. He made four shots. He was four of nine yeah. from the field, 14 of 18 from the free throw line. So you can't, you can't hack a MB yeah. this man when he's playing.
1: So And there's two things now that I look at it. Because now that you bring that up, last – or not last night, when the game was on or when I was seeing his stats, I was thinking, okay, 22 points, I mean, he – you know he scored fourteen points off free throws, but then you look at it. He went. He he got to the line nine times. Could have been less because he could have had some and one situations I didn't watch, but at, he got to the line maybe nine times, and he only missed four free throws mm-hmm. out of eighteen free throws. Big men, seven footers, fourteen of eighteen. That's like fucking seventy nine percent. I don't know what percent that is.
2: Call it eighty. Call right? it
1: call like, it low 80 good as hell call it b call minus call it call it b minus call it thank you <laughs> you know so you can look at it like that you can this dude is an all-around player he can block shots he can shoot the three ball i wouldn't say super consistently but he has a stroke he has a good mid-range stroke he plays a good uh post defense he's athletic he can dribble the ball he can do everything bro this dude's like a I don't even want to compare him. He's like... He's his own specimen. He's, he's his indeed, own specimen, bro. yeah. And, and to see how he is... What the hell? This lady... Wow, so... <laughs> okay, this is another Nationals-Cubs update. We're cutting you off for another update, and I'm going to do it until I feel like I can't. Um, he is safe. They're challenging a play on a pickoff, which he's safe. They're challenging the play, and the official who came out, the woman who came out uh, from the replay center, is wearing an MLB jacket with a Who but Mason <laughs> logo on her cap and on her jacket. So I wonder how much money Who but Mason <laughs> paid to have their sponsor in the MLB playoffs if there was a challenge in the game. Because if there's no challenge, we don't see the shirt. Damn, they planted her. This is rigged. They planted it. They knew. They knew that they needed a challenge. They needed a close play. Like, yo, Huba Mason's got millions on the line. Challenge. Oh, did he come off the bag? That's what they're saying. Anyways, back to the podcast. You know what
2: MB's per thirty six would have been what? if he played thirty six minutes? Fifty six and a half points, eighteen rebounds, seven point seven assists, and two and a half blocks. Shh. That's my that's my two K stat line on rookie.
1: <laughs> Definitely yours on rookie. And then um,
2: in Denver, we also saw Gary Harris sign yep. a four-year, $84 million extension. Yep. Well-deserved because that kid can ball. He can ball. And it makes you wonder, you know, when they have to lock up Nikola Jokic long-term, you might as well just give him like 51% of the Nuggets organization because <laughs> you got to pay that man. That's Den- Denver's got a nice young core right now and there's, a lot, of, to get there's rid a lot of, of too. there's so a lot of teams. so
1: if they can get like a good piece for Kenneth Farid or yeah you probably get one or a pick you know you get something back valuable for Kenneth Farid cuz he's good he's one of those dinosaurs
2: like he's one of those true power forward centers that are left in the league right that Hustle. Are, that mostly just play inside really he's like a Rodney McGruder at the
1: at the 4 there's a defensive motor a motor yeah that's the word um speaking of Rodney Magruder. come on man as heat fans we have, we have heavy day? hearts
2: heavy hearts
1: we he he we didn't make it through the preseason with no injuries and i knew it wouldn't happen i don't know when it happened though cuz we were watching that's the, the thing, game we were was,
2: watching the game and he looked healthy he was running, running around fast full speed, as hell and then stress fracture in his leg 3 to 6 months they said it's premature they don't know yet but they just gave a random times table, I guess, three to six. Sucks, months. bro. Which means we could. First I mean, of all,
1: this is our starting our small, uh, starting small forward. Mm-hmm. So he started sixty five games for us. Last you're losing year. a starting player for over until
2: March two months until March maybe over two months. It's at the most until March. You're
1: asking for a lot. Now we're asking for Jay Rich to step up, which I think he can, and I think he will. Um, he has a skill, you know skill set. He's a long guard forward who can uh, he doesn't have great ball handling skills, but he's making way, much uh, more better decisions. He's, he's shooting he's the ball looked, way more phenomenal. Consistently. And than his defense preseason. has been consistent. Um, I wish I had time to read an article. I saw this article. I just loved the headline. It was uh, it said Josh Richardson could have been a top five pick in the two thousand and fifteen draft. And as we revisit the two thousand and fifteen draft, we remember that, Carl Anthony Towns headlined that going to Minnesota. Lakers took D'Angelo Russell at two. Sixers took Jaleel Okafor at three. Questionable. Kristaps Porzingis gets taken at four, which he was booed. Can't, I still can't believe they booed Porzingis, bro. And at five was uh, Mario. Hazonja? <laughs> I didn't even want to try that. He plays for the Magic. I know that. And I know that he's not great because <laughs> I don't even know how to say his last name. I haven't so, heard anything. Yeah, he's not on ESPN like that. I can't say Jay his Rich, name. I can say Porzingis. Though. I would definitely say Jay Rich can substitute a Jalil Okafor. And he can definitely substitute a Mario Hazonja. Hazonja, Hazonja Damn, imagine the if he Barcelona. went to
2: Orlando instead of Miami.
1: Crazy shit. I mean, I would have been mad. Yeah. You know, I was scared that the Heat were going to take Stanley Johnson. I was glad that the Pistons took him. Yeah.
2: I remember all the speculation about, and then Justice him just kept Justin, falling. Justice yeah. kept falling.
1: And I mean, you know, you the crazy thing is, everybody talks about Justice Winslow and how he's not playing how he should be. He doesn't shoot it as great. Um, should we have drafted him? So, you just heard the top five. Now, going through six to ten, now that we're here, Willie Cauley-Stein, Sacramento. Um, super athlete, but is he really playing great? No. Is he a great big he, man?
2: He he's had time to no. flourish now that Boogie Cousins isn't there. Yeah, he he's starting to form into. He's
1: just not. He he doesn't. He's a he's a seven foot athlete that can't shoot, and is not great around the rim. He's a he's a he's an athlete. He's an alley oop rebound defense. You know. So okay, Willie Cauley Stein, Emmanuel Mudiay. He's their starting point guard in Denver, and
2: they're on the brink of being a playoff team. I, th- Moudier, yeah.
1: Pistons, Stanley Johnson. Now, with Stanley Johnson, as I was just saying, is he came out of Arizona, and everybody was nervous that he was just like Winslow. He doesn't have a consistent jumper. He's a good athlete. He has a big frame, and he can play defense.
2: They were trying to say he's the next LeBron. Exactly when he was coming Which out. Of, when sad. he was coming out of Arizona. Sad. Don't ever say that. And then Frank so, Kaminsky.
1: Frank Kaminsky at nine to Charlotte. Um, solid, solid point. Uh, they're playing him at the center, I think. They play him at the four and the five, but... Well, they got
2: Plumlee at the five. So, or no, Dwight now. Sorry, Dwight they, now, they traded, yeah. 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 Dwight now. So they probably moved to the They were him playing the him last
1: year, yeah. He's playing at the four now. He's pretty solid. He's knocking down his... Um, I always season. liked him in college. I yeah. watched him at Wisconsin, yeah. so... They, and beat, then they beat Kentucky. I remember when they beat Kentucky that year. That was crazy. So then, yeah, Justice Winslow fell to Miami. Great pick by Miami. Um, Devin Booker, would I have rathered him? Hell yeah. Hell <laughs> you yeah. Know? Um, to take over the post-D Wade shooting. But guard you, can't, you can't complain. You can't complain. And then you, you go down to the second round, and you end up with Josh Richardson. With my
2: opinion, unbiased to steal
1: is. The and there was Rook 1, Rook 2, born. And now in their third years. It's crazy.
2: Now, as long as Magruder back on to Magruder. Mm-hmm. As long as Magruder's ready to go by March, you for know the when, when the Heat, when the Heat are getting ready for their their playoff run to go to the Eastern Conference Finals to play Cleveland, it's going to be the post Wade Heat versus the Wade LeBron Cavs era now. It's going to be I you know how cool it would be hmm. if the Heat played against that LeBron and Wade Cavs team in the playoffs. That would that would I feel like it means more than a than what we almost saw Two years ago, when uh, when we lost to Toronto, right, right, when because Wade, it, was, when it would have, it would have been just Wade been versus Wade
1: LeBron. versus LeBron, and it would have been you know, can't, but now it Miami's has it has the potential
2: win. to be Wade and LeBron versus the Heat, the heat. and you, that that like, I didn't even think of that until today when I was thinking about how Rodney Magruder being out for mm-hmm. potentially like you know the three to six months that they right. said how it affects our how it affects the team and our season, Insane. and I started thinking about the playoff picture and how we might be able to play the Cavs in the playoffs this year. And
1: I hope we do. I hope we see them in the Eastern Conference Championship. Simple I think that'd up. be
2: dope. Um, a lot of people might think we're reaching, but you don't know this team. Yeah. You, you don't well, know this team.
1: This chemistry. Obviously, we, we got a lot of figuring out to do. It's still some new faces. You know, not everybody knows everybody, but
2: Bam has looked you great. can't
1: deny the hustle. You can't deny the resilience, the defense. They have one of the best defensive teams in the league. And the heart. So, there's that. Everything that Spolstra is about. We have this famous name here, uh, Ohio State alumni Ezekiel Elliott, running back. And his ongoing story of should we suspend him, will we suspend him, won't we suspend him. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott just got suspended.
2: So, it's official now.
1: Yeah. They said that the six latest... Six games? Six games, yes. The latest motion in Ezekiel Elliott and the NFL PA's legal battle with the NFL has been decided, and the 5th U.S. Circuit Court appeals uh, of Appeals in New Orleans sided with the NFL and granted a stay for the injunction that was delaying Elliott's six-game suspension. So, basically, the court sided with the NFL in a decision because it determined that the district court had issued the stay did not have a subject matter jurisdiction, whatever that means. The uh, court also ordered the district court to dismiss the case filed by Elliott's representatives. And after the decision was announced, the NFL said that Elliott would serve his suspension immediately and could return to the Cowboys Friday, November 24th, uh, which would have him missing Thanksgiving? Or is that right before Thanksgiving? When is Thanksgiving? This I year? want to say
2: that's the day after Thanksgiving.
1: Thanksgiving is the yeah twenty third. <laughs> that's funny. They said you. <laughs> that's great. The Cowboys player who plays on Thanksgiving is not allowed to play on Thanksgiving, but can return to the team for Black Friday. So I feel like
2: they always play on Thanksgiving. That's the ca- They do. I remember the old Cowboys Dolphins games that used yeah, to be like on 0-3, Thanksgiving. Yeah, early oh, two thousand. Yeah. I remember those games.
1: Yeah, Cowboys and the Lions always play on Thanksgiving. You know what? He punched that bitch. We don't
2: know. We don't know. Sorry, he he punched that girl.
1: <laughs> See, we don't know. Um, I'm gonna go with maybe he did. Because
2: that's... choked her or something. Doesn't matter what she did. You you don't unless he, unless she hit him. You don't hit her. Still,
1: kind of gotta. Have some self control. I feel you. I mean, you're a
2: professional athlete. I don't. I know it's not like a, like boxing where your hands are considered weapons, but you're physically superior to definitely the majority of
1: the population. Bro, you're, you should. You, you led the NFL name. in rushing. You shouldn't be punching any female. You shouldn't punch any female, even if you were the pussiest guy in your office. But yeah. there's just no excuse. To so I would. I shouldn't have even said punch that bitch.
2: It's all good. You just don't, don't, don't put your hands on a woman
1: or a man. Another common sense news. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't put your hands on anybody. Uh, unfortunate news. We're gonna get into some unfortunate news. Uh, some, some NFL more, some superstars. More stuff. Yeah. yeah, some NFL superstars um, by the name of Odell Beckham, J.J. Watt, Marcellus Wiley, Luke Keekley tonight concussion. All injured. Um, obviously, Brandon Marshall. So we got Brandon Marshall and Odell going down in the same game. Both and meeting. Dwayne Harris broke his foot. And Sterling Shepard sprained his ankle. There we go. So four of the Giants' four receivers <laughs> <laughs> uh, all, all were injured on Sunday. They're about to call Victor Cruz. Bro. Yeah, right? Come back, Vic. Hey, big head. <laughs> hey, big head. <laughs> and, um, yeah, Odell breaks his ankle, which I was I was listening to ESPN, and they made a great point where Odell – Started the season after that injury in the preseason versus the Browns. Mm-hmm. He wasn't 100%. Uh, the Giants have been struggling. Obviously. Clearly. And they're just forcing him out there. Obviously, you know, he's get, he, he, he wants to earn his money. He wants to be the highest paid player in the league. But... I think he's going to get his money. He should. It doesn't, matter. Should re- it doesn't matter at this yeah. point. But, you know, the, the Giants had him out there on kick returns, punt returns, almost every play... And you know he's not a hundred percent. Did so they really? You, yeah, you kind of asking for this at this point. Obviously, with Brandon Marshall going down, that's that's pretty unfortunate. You know, you signed him over the off season, thinking he was going to come in and and be a game changer. Didn't do anything this season. Um, Is I it just his know fault? he dropped a couple passes. Um, what was that? Is that his fault? Um,
2: oh, that he wasn't involved as much as they had expected him to be. It, it, 'Cause I feel, when you got like, I feel like just the team. Like I know he had the drops, yeah. but, but the yeah. team in general. I, hear just, you. I
1: don't Gi- think anybody yeah. really the Giants don't have a running game. And I don't I don't see how you can throw the ball all game on a two thousand seventeen NFL defense and think it's gonna fly. Nope. It's not gonna fly. Nope. Like Carson Wentz is balling, but LeGarrette Blunt is balling. Yeah. Right? You have Deshaun Watson is balling, but Deshaun Watson can run, and he has Lamar Miller. He kind of like, I feel like he revamped Levar, um, Lamar I just, <laughs> Lamar.
2: Lamar Miller. Bunker. Like, he might be, because, you know, we never saw him at his full potential in Miami. They never used him right. right. Um, I guess whoever the fuck was quarterback before they decided to actually make a smart move and start Deshaun Watson. Right. They weren't using Lamar Miller right either, and now Deshaun Watson's balling. Lamar Miller's balling. Everybody's balling.
1: Now. They're actually using him right, and he's showing what he can do. Last year, they overused him because they didn't have a quarterback. Right. And they had to just hand him the ball off, run him through the option, and, and out the backfield catching passes and third down, every down. You know, every down. So it, it wasn't going to work like that, and I'm, which I'm glad I think Deshaun Watson should have started the season. I think you he know they traded up in the draft to get Deshaun Watson, and and then you're going to start Tom Savage. Come on. So I think they should have started him. I'm glad he's ended up starting now. Uh, I wanted to point out the top five quarterback ratings in the NFL. Um, you know who's number one on that list? Take a guess.
2: Just because you're asking me to take a guess, I'm gonna guess that it's not Aaron Rodgers.
1: No. Okay. How about this? Aaron Rodgers is not on the top five in this. Hmm. Top one. I might say Carson Wentz.
2: Deshaun Watson. Is it really? Deshaun Watson. Um, I know he has ten touchdowns his last two games.
1: Also, Carson Wentz is the top five. Okay. Okay. Who would your top? Who do you think is in the top five? How about that? Now, you know Deshaun Watson is number one. I'll say Alex Smith. Okay. Just because of the way the Chiefs are playing. He's in there. there.
2: Um, is this like QB rating or yeah, what? Yeah, QB rating. Yeah, we're going QB rating. Really? Rodgers isn't up there? Yeah, QB rating. He's winning MVP this year anyway. It doesn't <laughs> fucking matter. Um, I mean, he does
1: have the highest QBR of all time.
2: Uh, let me just say that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so look. This is, obviously you're having a tough one with it because this is, one, this NFL season has been off the rails. It's, mm-hmm. it's really different. Um, so it's going to be Deshaun Watson, number one QB rating. Right now, this is, this is to date. This isn't, you know, obviously, this is just to date. So Deshaun Watson, two, Dak Prescott, three, Carson Wentz, four, Alex Smith, and five, Case Keenum.
2: Case Kane was balling, bro, when they now, put him in.
1: Let me now what I was gonna say, and why I was telling you that the Giants—this is where it all started—because we were talking about the Giants and the injuries and all that. Um, you can't throw the ball forty times a game and not have a running game and expect to put up points and win. Now, true. Deshaun Watson has a solid running back in Lamar Miller, right? Mm-hmm. He has a great defense. One of the best in the NFL. Not anymore. Highest QB rating. Number two on that list, Dak Prescott. Zeke. But no defense. Best offensive line. Yeah, but no defense. Right. So it
2: kind of makes up for it. it kind of cancels right. out, I guess. But,
1: but my point is, here, the running back, right? Mm-hmm. By the way, we're going to cut you off again. And we're going to let you know that this is the bottom of the ninth. Uh, the Nationals are still down a run. Their season is on the line. And luckily for them, the hands... The game is in the hands of Bryce Harper. Do me a favor. Put it up real quick. Let, let, let me get some audio on this game. This is, we're going we're gonna to watch Bryce Harper prove his MVP worth. Okay. Right? This is, this is, this is f- for him. What's the count? 0-1? Oh, yep. Mm. Good eye. Shitty-ass piss, bro. So real quick, we're going to go from podcasting to broadcasting. Oh. You like that? Broadcasting. Broadcasting. Pro- <laughs> <laughs> or podcast, <laughs> <laughs> yeah podcasting the all things sports podcast. <laughs> <laughs> alright so look Bryce Harper bottom of the ninth 1-1 one, one, no on two outs I'm actually watching baseball right now this is crazy NLDS Cubs are an out of way from going back to the NLCS to face the Dodgers Bryce Harper steps out Harper. Uh, three home runs oh out. shit they got two outs I just saw that shit yeah I'm glad I'm not a broadcaster right now on live TV because this would be horrible. But for the podcast sake, we're going to keep this in here. We're going to keep going. And Bryce Harper is going to... Ooh, foul it off. One, two. <laughs> this is very intense. This is like pressure's on, bro. While we uh, wait for the next pitch, number three on that list is Carson Wentz. I mentioned Carson Wentz because... He's balling. LeGarrett Blunt is having a good year. Solid year. He played a great week one. He played a great week versus the Chargers. He played a great week tonight. He had a good, solid mm-hmm. running game. And there's a ball and two strikes to Bryce Harper with the season on the line. <laughs> like I said, are you going to prove your MVP worth? Or are you going to go home and play for the Cubs next year? Good eye. 2 2 pitch. 2 2, ball 2. This is nerve wracking. (laughs) Number 4 on that list, Alex Smith. You know exactly what I am There you go. Kareem Hunt, rookie of the year candidate. And number 5, Case Keenum. Dalvin Cook and Jarek McKinnon had a solid game last week. Yes, he did. And he's a solid running back. And he can catch out the backfield. 2 2 pitch and uh, Wade Davis steps off. It's always great. Dusty Baker looks with anxiety running through his toothpick. 2-2 pitch on the way. High. 3-2. Oh shit. Full count. <laughs> oh man. Ryan Zimmerman. Now nah, they're gonna walk him. He's old for four tonight. Wow. So it's a 3-2 count. Bottom of the ninth. 9-8 Cubs. Two outs. Bryce Harper. The game's in your hands. He looks like a teddy bear. Get on base. Hit a, hit a game-time home run. Give your team another, another second. Oh, and they struck him out for the season. And the Cubs are going to the NLCS. That was wild. Bryce Harper. Eh, hear me now. Bryce Harper's playing for the Cubs next year. So with that... Hot take. <laughs> right? With that, we... Uh, we leave the baseball talk for another day, for this weekend, for next week. You know, it's going to be a great championship series. The Cubs don't look like they're cursed anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Cubs look like they're cursing everybody else. True. All this agony they went through. Damn. Wow. I can't believe it. A little T-Pain for your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs>
2: You got to leave that in. (laughs) All right. What did you want to call this segment for when we're doing? um... So
1: this segment uh, we're going to introduce here is going to be the one reason why NFL predictions. So we've been doing these NFL predictions and I kind of I was going back listening to it. And, you know, obviously, you're not going to get better at what you do if you don't nitpick what you do and criticize what you do. And, you know, be honest with yourself. Um, Ant pointed out to us. Shout out to my boy Ant, that our predictions were trash. And I think it was because we were thinking too much. I can see that. If if he's even right. I didn't even go back and check on his word. Yeah, I'm not fucking... I took his word.
2: I'm not keeping track. I'm not making a record of it. (laughs) So
1: basically with the segment, um, we're going to go through the NFL predictions. And we're going to each give uh, just one reason why we think the team we choose... Is we gonna feel it's going to win. Gonna win. Yeah. Okay. So let's just get through it. Um, so we, this week we have um, the Bills,
2: the Bengals, the Cowboys, and the Seahawks on a bye. Okay. And um, I believe we're opening up with Dolphins-Falcons.
1: So uh, give me your one reason why. Falcons beat the Dolphins. Dolphins can't get it right within their organization distractions for lesser work for, you know,
2: I'm going to pick the Falcons. And my one reason why is Jay Cutler. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I don't, I don't even have to elaborate on that because everybody listening, you know what I'm
1: talking about. Fair enough. All right. So next, uh, next game at one o'clock is going to be Packers Vikings. Okay. You can go first. That's your team. You know my one reason why. Packers because it's your team. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to go. I don't need to elaborate on Packers, that. Packers because they're hot. We are. They're hot. That's my
2: reason. And the run game is hot. Rodgers is hot. The defense is in hot. In general. In general. You yeah. guys are playing You guys are playing good. We, so, might, we might. We're, we're although stre- you would have to, right Although
1: now. you would have to steal that division win on the road. Um, quarterback problems in Minnesota it's not so much that it's a problem because Case Keenum playing good but they wanted Bradford back he's obviously not healthy yeah he didn't look ready um, to go
2: because so. we were, we watched the game a little bit I mean, he, he
1: wasn't Whatever. ready to go everybody knows one rule one reason right Lions Saints Lions Matthew Stafford I'm going I'm saying Matthew Stafford Matthew Stafford torches the Saints defensive backs can fuck we agree up the can Saints defense all right Patriots, Jets <laughs> in, in in New in New York. I go Patriots, um, because simply my reason is uh Patriots are Jets daddy. Always have been, always will be. Cool.
2: As much as I would love to see the Jets win and because 'cause they're yeah. actually somehow they're three and two. Because the NFL season's on crack right now. Yeah. But so. I I'm going Patriots. Tom Brady. That is just some, some of them are just so obvious. Okay.
1: Coming off a of bye week next, we have Redskins at home versus the 49ers. Um, I don't think... I think it's going to be a good game, even though the 49ers are 0-5 at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a competitive team. But my one reason why I think the Redskins are going to win is because Brian Hoyer can't consistently have a good game in the NFL. And the Redskins' defense is not a team to try and get that started with.
2: I agree. I think um, I think the Redskins maybe try and open up their passing game again this week against a Niners defense right. that's not all there. I think maybe Kirk Cousins has a breakout game that might lead the Redskins into maybe going on a little hot streak.
1: And, I mean, they're fighting for first place with Philly now. So Yeah, they're behind. Philadelphia just beat. Carolina by the way.
2: Yeah. So now um, they're they're sitting up top. They're 5 and 1. The Red the Redskins are hoping to be 3 and 2 after this week. I think they will. Okay. Uh Bears Ravens. I'm going to go Bears and I'm going to say because Jordan Howard and Tariq Cohen, I think they're they're double-headed monster of a backfield. Okay. I think they're going to make some
1: noise. I I'm going to have to disagree with you. I'm going to say excuse me, the Ravens win. Um, th- excuse me, but this is two two parts. Um, they're at home, and Mitchell Trubisky is playing in Baltimore, so that's where I. I don't think Mitchell Trubisky goes to Baltimore. and Sends up that defense, no.
2: I'm just if they can beat the Steelers with, yeah, Mike yeah. Glennon, I'm thinking maybe they can beat the Ravens
1: too. And for the next. And final 1 o'clock game, we have Texans-Browns. Texans Texans at home. Browns winless since 2010. (laughs) Uh, 1910? Deshaun Watson. That's all I got to say.
2: Texans-Deshaun Watson. And you know I have to agree. Especially with J.J. Watt and um, a bunch of key guys on that defense going down. Their offense, not against the Browns. Their offense offense is going to have to keep up with a lot of teams while they uh, move
1: on throughout the season. And I think right now they have the weapons to do so. Fair, fair. First 4 o'clock game, uh, Buccaneers-Cardinals. I'm going to go Buccaneers on the road uh, because they they lost a tough one last week at home versus New England Mm -hmm. because of their field goal. I don't think Jameis lets this game come down to a field goal. I think he takes care of business. Right.
2: I think it's up to which Carson Palmer shows up. Because Davis is going to get his points. I mean, the Cardinals defense, Buck's defense looks nice. Suspect. It's really up to Carson Palmer if he decides to chuck up the ball or
1: turn the ball over. Okay. Um, this is actually an interesting game. I'm going to keep an eye on this one at 4 o'clock. Rams, Jaguars. We got two teams we didn't think would be where they are right now. And it's funny because they're only 3-2. and two. Um, which is good. For them. Great for them. Yeah. You know, it's a good record, but it's great for these two teams. Last year, the Rams were uh, in a position where they didn't even start their number one draft pick. Case Keenum was starting until a certain point, And there was no flow. Jeff Fisher, you know, was running the team at that point, and mm-hmm. You can see knows? the difference. Sean McVay came in this year. Offensive-minded head of coach. Youngest in the league. He's like 31 years old. Um, he knows what yeah. he's doing. And... Obviously, the Sammy Watkins addition helps their offense in a way, um, and their defense is playing solid. So I'm going to go Rams over Jaguars because I'm a Colts fan. True.
2: And you're You're chasing the Jaguars, really, because I know they're sitting up top. Um, I think it comes down to – if I mean, I know the Rams right now, they have the highest scoring offense in the NFL, and – the Jags right now look like they might have the best passing defense in the NFL. All right. So I think we're we're gonna see which of these teams is a fluke and which one's the real deal. I might have to go the Rams too, just
1: because I think they're they're surprising a lot of people. By the way, Leonard Fournette is not a kid. Grown man. Grown <laughs> man right there. He looks like 45, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, you can tell by his face. But, but his hair, best,
2: best pickup in fantasy this year, for sure. Yeah. Because I, I was points, taking points, him in like the third round. every week. Yeah. Points he got me 32
1: week. points last week in all my leagues. Now, uh, Chiefs Steelers, Chiefs at home, Ben coming off of a five interception, no touchdown game. Against first time the, in the his Jaguars career, defense. Against that we were the just Jaguars talking defense. About. Sorry, microphone. I didn't mean to slap you there. Um, the only undefeated team left in the NFL. I think they go 6-0. and Justin Houston has been a monster this year. Uh, the reason I think the Chiefs win is because still going into week six, nobody in the NFL has found an answer to Kareem Hunt.
2: And I don't think the Steelers will find that. No. I don't think they'll... Uh, yeah.
1: That's an easy one. Yeah. So... Um, our last four o'clock game of the day is going to be another divisional game. It's going to be in Oakland where the Raiders host the Chargers, the one in four Chargers, the disappointed Chargers, the new Los Angeles Chargers, the, the StubHub small Chargers. stadium Chargers, the Phillip Rivers get the hell out of the NFL Chargers. They've been calling them the StubHub Chargers. The who's a better bad quarterback, Phillip Rivers or Eli Manning Chargers. Uh, I'm going to go Raiders. The Raiders have gotten embarrassed the last two weeks. Uh, won by the Broncos. Obviously, their quarterback got hurt, so right. it wasn't fair. They were coming back. But before that, don't forget the Redskins on Sunday night. That was bad. Was that Monday night or Sunday that night? That was a Monday night. Monday night. I think it was a Monday night game. Um, that game was bad. Yeah, that was embarrassing. And the Raiders are at home looking to bounce back. Bounce get ball. back up to 500. Right.
2: I think it comes down to which Philip Rivers shows up. If it's the Philip Rivers who's going to throw two picks in the fourth quarter, no chance. But if it's okay. the Philip Rivers who's going to have a who's going to play like he did last week, that's
1: fair. Then I think they have a shot. That's fair. Um, we're gonna go Colts Titans. My, oh, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. That's the game of the week. How are you going to yeah. leave out the Giants, bro? the 0-5 Giants? I, I skipped over <laughs> the NFL's worst team right now. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that. But uh, Giants going to Denver on Sunday night, which I wish they could f- change this damn game and put probably like the Raiders game at least on Sunday night. Make the
2: rams Jag game the Sunday night. Yeah,
1: here. but um, I'm going to go Broncos. Uh, their defense is way too good for a wide receiver-less Giants team. It's too easy. Yeah. Yeah. Too easy.
2: Sorry, Ant. Yeah. Sorry, Ant, if if you're you're listening. Yeah, if you're listening. Uh, Sorry. You know we got to take Denver here. It's just, it's too easy. Now. I don't even think there's a miracle that could happen where the Giants could win this game.
1: Yeah, I don't think, um, I think Odell Beckham could could be playing in this game and they'd still lose. (laughs) (laughs) Like they did the last four weeks when he was playing. Anyways, Colts, Titans, rounding it up, Monday Night Football, um, I'm, gonna, I'm going Colts. There you go. Why? One reason why?
2: Because Jacoby Brissett looks like he's belonging until Andrew Love comes back. There
1: you go. I like that. Uh, I go Colts. Because just, just, just hit Ty, bro. Because I'm going to be honest, Mariota is not going to be playing.
2: No, I don't think they. I don't think they rushed to play him this week.
1: So I'm. Mean, I think if Mariota was healthy and he was playing, Titans had a flow of things, and and that team's tough to beat. But you're going Mariotta. up against
2: you're going up against a Matt Castle-led team that
1: lost to the Dolphins last week. <laughs> That's an easy dub. Yeah, we should, Yeah, you'd hope. So there's that our uh, one reason why NFL predictions. Um, we are going to get into some questions now. Okay. Pretty exciting. I, you know, we post weekly, yeah. asking people to you know give us topics to talk about. Or Thanks,
2: guys. I didn't get any questions this week. <laughs>
1: Okay, sometimes you open Instagram and don't expect to see certain things. So we're just going to go uh, to our t- <laughs> comments. And Chris was too fucked up to send me some questions. It's all good. Yo, Chris, if you're listening, I hope you enjoyed your night, bro. Because you were a valued uh, listener. Now, some good questions. There was one question that I didn't understand. And uh, Cheeky, you asked... For us to talk about how we get one less game on TV than before, um, I commented back. I asked you what sport you were talking about. I was I was kind of confused. I didn't get a reply, so I can't you know get into that. Maybe next week we can. Um, mm-hmm. I'd be glad to if we have you know more clear cut.
2: Yeah, we yeah. tried to figure it out, but about. we
1: we just we couldn't really. Uh... Um, by the way, Chase Chase Perry, he's asking. For us to talk about how the indians blew a 2-0 lead and i hope he was listening earlier because we did get into that um, <laughs> true true crystal my sister commented and crystal uh, asked something yeah she just said let's oh, talk shit. about El- elliot zeke uh, we got into elliot so there you go um and peter peter wolves uh my dog. he asked uh well he didn't ask he actually wanted us to talk about how Modern-day equipment has changed and how it's changed sports. This was another question I, I wasn't sh- super sure, you know, what sport. Right. But I saw uh,
2: you texted him and he elaborated on yeah, it.
1: Yeah, so I asked him to, like, restate himself. And he just said, um, you know, look at every sport back in 2001. Football had huge shoulder pads, heavy cleats. Hockey goalies have bigger pads now. And even uniforms are designed to be uh, tight and aerodynamic. Um, Good point, good point. The What I think of it is with all this technology and, and, you know, all these scientists studying on what affects these players when they go out and, and play the games, you look at a, a simple, like, you can look at a basketball shoe. People used to wear Converse, you know what I'm saying, back in the days. Um, obviously, basketball with shoes back in the 2000s, there was there was still, you know, some good popular basketball shoes that were, obviously Jordan's since the 90s, you know what I mean? Mm. But, you know, Gary Payton had his shoes back then. Scottie Pippen had, you know, some shoes back then and things like that. There were phone posits. Shaq had the Reeboks. (laughs) You know, Shaq, Irving, you know what I mean? So basketball, in a sense, has had shoes um, comfortable enough to be played in. Equipment, I mean, it's, it's, it's a fucking... Tank top and shorts, not that hard. Obviously now they have compression pants and shooting sleeves and all right. this. I think that's all for show. It's comfortable. It holds your junk in place. But um, I do think they should bring back the short shorts, like like they wore <laughs> yeah. in the 80s. I think it's sh- excuse me. It, well, no, I was gonna say it should be optional, but in the NBA it's professional and you know it's got to be unity. You can't have one dude wanting to wear it, not one dude wearing it. That was just first three in the preseason yeah we're watching the miami heat wizards preseason game it's a f- the replay. replay that's how much of jordan mickey game are. winner but justice winslow had just hit his first three uh since he was hurt you know i think um but back in, to in, in
2: football and yeah. hockey i think it really the equipment matters most right especially f- football because I, I know football is you know the most physical sport out there um you know these guys, like the running backs, for example, they're they're hitting the hole, running through the line, every and every hit is like getting into a car accident, bro. Yeah. So I know the NFL has these scientists and everybody working on how they can make but you've the pads seen, and the yeah, helmets. And
1: you've seen the helmets go from Revolution, the Revolution helmets, to what they are now, and like, you know they're, they're all not the CTE wearing tests, leather
2: caps anymore. Yeah, and shit, with like, all
1: like these CTE tests, um, the NFL has done a good job, in, you know. Helping with safety. Obviously, you look they're at They're trying to do like, the best
2: they can, really. I mean, just the fact that the sport itself is so physical. Yeah. There's
1: only so much you can do exactly. to I help mean, the player.
2: It, it sucks. Players are going to get hurt anyway. And they know that when they, when they sign up to play and they, you know... But
1: players aren't even wearing their thigh and knee pads nowadays. You know what I mean? Like, that's become an option. So, it's... it's they're there for them. They don't wear them. Um, I also was thinking... I, I thought about Baseball. And you see Giancarlo Stanton, how he wears that that protective... Because he got hit in the face. He got hit in the face with a 100-mile-per-hour fastball and needed surgery to repair his face and everything. So baseball did a good job in creating helmets custom for players to protect their face. Jason Hayward wears one, a couple other players. But if I was playing baseball, I'd definitely have a face guarded because there's no given chance that I'm getting hit in the face by a fastball.
2: You could really say the same thing about... Um, the goalies in the NHL, right? Because As they they changed the helmets to where it wasn't just a mask on your face. Right. you Look like Jason Voorhees. <laughs> you actually, you know, they had a couple of cases where a player might get hit and their legs would flail in the air and you'd get caught um, by the skate on your neck. And next thing you know, your jugular's sliced and you're bleeding out on yep. on the ice. Yep. And they, you know, the NHL worked to, to, I guess, build a new helmet where it covers the neck and. We haven't seen anything th- that bad in years.
1: Yeah, definitely. The, uh, the NHL goalie helmet is like, it's like a like a knight's helmet.
2: Yeah, it. It's pretty dope. Cause we, I remember um, the one dude on uh, on the Sabers like back in the '80s, uh, Clint Malarchuk. You could well, you could pull that shit up on YouTube, bro, and like you see, oh my God, some dude was like, he was like going in trying to score. Next thing you know, he gets hit. His leg flails up in the air and the skate hits him oh, on the neck man. and next thing you I know I remember that happened recently he, to a regular he, player. It happened to some dude on the Panthers a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, that
1: was a guy on the Panthers. But he yeah. wasn't a goalie. Either. No, yeah, no, he was just random random player and skating yeah. somebody foot the flew blade in the, air the blade hit his neck and starts bleeding on the ice and that's they, scary. and they that's, could
2: ble- you could bleed out and die in less than 5 minutes. Yeah,
1: that's scary. That's so. just, like
2: you you if you pull up that Malarchuk clip on YouTube, you see him just holding his neck and just Blood, pour, more blood. It's just, it's crazy. So the fact that,
1: that's a good, that's that was it. a good topic. I, you know, it's interesting, and that's off the top of the head. We didn't do no research prior to this conversation or anything. We're no, just, I didn't. We're just on record, and and um, it's it's fun to talk about though. It's fun to talk about you know different perspectives on things like that. I think
2: uh, the NFL is trying to do everything they can, but like you um, said, to try I mean, and you cut got, down on concussions. You got and dudes like injuries. Cam Chancellor.
1: You got dudes like Jeff Von Miller, you know what I mean. You, you get hit by these guys, and there's so much, so much you know, a helmet can do to help you, or or some shoulder pads. So because everybody's still getting CTE. Thank I mean, you, Peter. We appreciate yeah. that question or topic, if you will. Um, and then Fleet TV asked, uh, "Do I think that the Heat? Do I think the Heat are making the playoffs?" Um, obviously, yes, I do. I'm not just biasly saying that. I'm saying that because. One, the Eastern Conference is way worse than it was last year. And last year, we were basically a game out of the playoffs. And with teams like Indiana, Atlanta, Chicago, you know, these these are bottom of the barrel Eastern Conference teams that might even still slip in. Um, I'm worried. I'm not worried. But our competition is, is a Cleveland, is a Boston, a Washington, Milwaukee. I like us more than Milwaukee. I like us better than Milwaukee. Look at, look at, look at the record. Uh, obviously, last year's record. Uh, shut up. Whatever. But I mean, yeah, we started off. Look slow. how. Okay, look when we play them, how, how the games go, when we play them. Last year and dating back to even when Wade was on our team we've just been a better team than Milwaukee growing. Oh, Yeah, they Every had a year. better uh, better record, but we started a, a year last year with injuries and figuring out rotations and all this. So.
2: Cuz we started 11 and 30, everybody mm-hmm. knows. We finished 30 and 11. But in that second half of the year with a healthy Deon Waiters, the Heat were 23 and
1: 5. And it was one span where he was averaging 21 a game and like five five assists, so he went down with 12 games left and we finished the year 6 and 6. That just shows you and we've got you can't you can't win with your best players off the court and essentially no. Miami's best players Justice Winslow went down uh what, like 30 40 30 games into the year um Luke Babbitt was hurt at times uh, he started so you can't say that he wasn't a big piece um Wayne we had, we had
2: 25 million in cap
1: space just sitting there Wayne in, in an injured Wayne Ellington was um missing due to injury he had a shoulder injury in the early year Jay Rich had some injuries you know he missed like 19 games. So, if we can stay healthy, obviously this news with Roddy Magruder, it, it affects us. Yeah, um, but every man for themselves. We got to pick up slack for the you know next man up mentality, and that's how we that's how we live in. So that's
2: the Miami Heat way. And my my feeling about this year is that we don't have 24, 25 million dollars tied up in dead cap space exactly. this year. You know, we actually went out. And we signed some dudes. We paid some dudes. You know, we've we've got a we've got a
1: team this year, a full healthy besides Rodney team. Yeah. So, with that being said, um, thank you guys for listening. Follow us on Twitter at Julian Goris at Zone Six Dan on Instagram at Julian Goris and at DM Reich. Um, catch our podcast weekly on SoundCloud, SoundCloud, SoundCloud iTunes, iTunes. Search all things sports podcast. Make sure you put podcast. It's going to come up. Um, rate us. Like it. Subscribe. Spread the message. We've been appreciating you know, all the love that we've been getting. Um, we out. Hot take. Oh, fuck.
2: Right now. Do it. Right now. Off top. Mm. Give me something. Mm. I got mine. Okay, I got mine ready.
1: You put me on the spot because I forgot. But Let me go first go then. Ahead. Go ahead.
2: All right. Aaron Rodgers. He's throwing for 50 touchdowns this year. The first time ever in his career. And he's winning MVP. He's winning his third MVP. Okay. And um, at this rate, he's gonna
1: get there. I'm gonna leave out with this is this is actually a scary one, um, and I don't know why I got this feeling. But you okay? You see how Dwayne Wade is starting, and Jarrus Smith's coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. They saying he was you know frustrated in hearing the news, which I would be. You go to three straight finals, and then you know Mr. 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 Pimp comes into town and just takes your job yeah whatever you respect it you know it's for the team obviously you guys lost the finals two out of those three years so something you know something's got to change uh jr smith wins six man of the year again yeah yeah all right i respect it yeah so i respect yeah it. with that being said deuce
0: Problem. I'm in love with money, I'm in love with bowling Gotta keep my phone on vibrate how these bitches call it Name it Marcus Shawty and I ain't window no shopping 2K on my feet, yeah 2K, I be kicking game Bubble gum, OG, smokin on smoking on a different strain Niggas still in sauce, they need to stay off in their lane Baby, we on top and that ain't never gonna change Put, put you for the shame Pull them boys out and put you boy to shame you Going hard on a bitch like Major Payne Say my name They ain't know how to spell it So I put it on my chain Jump in the Pegasus